Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey Dave. Yeah Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Napa know-how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa full synthetic motor oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than Copper Top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah, an upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. Hey everyone, John Roca here. Pluto TV is the leading free streaming television service. Watch over 100 TV channels and thousands of movies on demand, all completely free. Pluto TV never asks for a credit card. You don't even need to sign up to watch free. Pluto TV is the easy and completely legal way to watch your favorite TV shows and hit movies for free. What are you waiting for? Never pay for TV again by downloading Pluto TV. You can download Pluto TV for free on all of your favorite devices today, including your phone, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, Smart TVs, PlayStation, and anywhere else you stream. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save $25. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. 
at participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831.20. Stay little chico, pit bull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Welcome, everybody, to another Raw Recap here on the Pro Wrestling Sheet. I am your host, John Roca, and Ryan Satin, who's out there sunning himself with his lady friend down, down there in Mexico. So we had to find uh, someone to step in, and thankfully, Jay Washington was available to join us. He is the urban gladiator. You know him from the Schmodown. You've seen him, maybe you've seen him, probably, maybe you've seen him wrestle live. He's been doing it for so long out of Chicago. Jay, thank you so much for coming on, uh, man. Thank you, man. I was promised all of the good gluten-free cookies to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for nothing but the gluten-free cookies and to talk about Monday Night Raw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not get into our health stuff. Let's deal with, with the young people who are battling and fighting in their worlds. Yeah, we're going to break down all the matches and talk about all this stuff over the next hour. And maybe we'll jump into tangents. Jay, being a former wrestler, has an inside point of view with these kinds of things. So I may ask him some questions that I normally don't ask Ryan because maybe Jay's got a little more insight into what it's like in the ring and what's going on outside of the ring yeah, as yes, well with these wrestlers. Absolutely. That'd be fun. I, I like to have that perspective on it. And especially, I tell people that because I have friends who are currently on the roster. Yeah. Some, some lifelong friends, 20-plus year friends. And I can talk to them about things. And it's not just trying to get scoops on stuff, mm -hmm. but just checking on them personally. Right. You know, seeing how they're going, how they're handling the travel, how they're handling. Look, you're living your dream, which is one thing. But that's a lot of travel. That's a lot of commitment. There's a lot you got to go through yeah. aside just living your dreams. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot you have to deal with. And we'll get into that as we go along if it pops up here. Let's start off the show. Start off with Miz TV. It's from London, England. Uh, Miz comes out. You know, he's awesome. Starts talking, brings out Roman Reigns. Them at Reigns and Miz have a fun back forth. Reigns says this whole thing that just started months ago with Vince trying to bring out this inner Miz, this angry Miz, and he tries to goad him into it. Shane McMahon comes out. They have a back and forth, and then we get this set up that Bobby Lashley and Elias are taken on Miz and Reigns later on. So uh, what, what did you think about this whole opening promo and everything that happened here between them? So let's start off by saying the wild card rule clearly is still in effect. Oh, yeah, it's in effect. Uh, Mojo Riley is going to show up. Anyway, anyway, let's keep going. <laughs> let's keep going. I'll leave this show. We start because we got to talk about it. But no, the wild card rule is still in effect. So, of course, Elias comes over. Yeah. Shane McMahon, even though he's a McMahon, he's still technically a SmackDown superstar. I right, think. right, right. And I get because he's attached to SmackDown. Right, and I, I get Stephanie that she has the kids and she has everything mm -hmm. she has to do back at corporate. So she can't be on Raw all the time. I get what we're setting up, and you're just, you can't sell me on the fact that Elias versus Roman Reigns is a money matchup. Mm -hmm. Even though that's what they're trying to do, and don't get me wrong, Definitely. I love Elias as a talent in the ring, what he brings. Roman is a great guy too, but it's just you're trying to sell this as a big marquee matchup, and it's not. This is a raw SmackDown matchup. Mm -hmm. To put them in a the tag match, of course you knew it was going to happen. It's right before, you know, this is the going Money in the bank, yeah, yeah, go home Money in the bank. The problem is you just interjected somebody in this program who, unless he does something that one of the matches at Money in the Bank has no point in Bobby Lashley. Because mm. now that he doesn't have Leo Rush with that whole situation, mm -hmm. 
and they haven't had him with uh, Corbin and McIntyre, it's yeah. like he's out in limbo and they just got to feed him places. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little bit of a cluster as a whole. I see what they're setting up. Hopefully this will be the last thing we do to get to this Shane Miz thing. We'll get some. Are I'm, you done with it? Are you done with it as much as? Because Ryan is done with it. He's done, done with it from it. the beginning. I, so here's my thing. I knew what they were setting up when they did it at yeah. the World Cup. I sure. knew the moment they were setting up, this is a WrestleMania match. And yeah, you give them one more. Give them one more. Mm-hmm. I didn't think we were going to go to this extent of a hell in a cell. I mean, a steel cage. Yeah. At Money in the Bank. Ryan is. Ryan believes that it's going to last all the way to Saudi Arabia, the next Saudi Arabia pay per view, and they're going to battle for the best in the world trophy again. That's a possibility. Yeah, that's definitely a possibility. I it's, didn't want. I, I think I thought about that before, but I think as quick as I thought about it, I took it out of my mind. Because <laughs> you didn't want it to happen. Because some other stuff has come out about the next Saudi Arabia. Yeah, trip, true. you know, so yeah, it's it like Goldberg. Goldberg versus the Undertaker. Yeah, so it's like I, I get it. The Prince is booking this. I get it, but there's certain storylines you don't need to keep going. Yeah, and I I guess this is gonna get tired soon. Yeah, well, do you like yes, yes, and do do you like the idea though? I mean, you're bringing in Lashley, you bring in a little bit of a blood from the outside, to kind of give this thing some more life. But Elias and Reigns, you talk about this, so you're not a big fan of it. I think it's working to put Elias over. He's needed to be in a program for quite some time. They haven't figured out what to do with him. They switch him face heel, face heel. He's certainly over with the fans. They walked with Elias last night again, right. chanting. The question is like, is this a feud that's going to help him get over? Because I don't think this. Helps Helps Reigns well, in any way, the, shape, or form. Here's the problem. I think with this that. helps Elias. We've had several feuds that were supposed to put Elias over the that's top. That's good. That's fair. You know, so we've but had this several, is the top dog. This isn't Lashley or they other had people. him with Cena for a minute. They did. You're you right. See what I'm saying? Did, Cena yeah. was the dude they used to put Roman over in a yeah, sense. Yeah. So if that doesn't help you go further, then what? Right. Roman, this is just a stepping stone on Roman until they decide if they're going to put him for the WWE title, yeah. strip him back over to Raw to go for the Universal against Seth Rollins because I don't think they're giving it to AJ Styles. Yeah. You know, this is just one of those quick fodders for Roman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not really yeah. anything big for Elias at the end of the day. Yeah, and I think because Roman's not in the main event picture right now, you got to give him something to do. Elias is a guy you got to put over. Um, as the match, I, though, I enjoyed this match. I thought some some they all had the, some great moments in the match. The I was match surprised. Is great. Yeah. I, I, I will never take anything from the match. It's the story. Yeah. That is getting drug out of this because you have several stories. You have the Shane yeah. and Miz story. You have the Roman needing to fill time story. Right. You have the Elias just being Elias and putting him where he's necessary. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, just being thrown into the mix. But again, all four of these guys can work. Yeah. So you're going to get a great match out of that yeah. no matter what. Yeah, we'll see what happens with this. Um, I wonder what Lashley's role in all of this is. It isn't just to bring him on. Maybe they just want to give him TV time so people keep thinking about him as it goes along. But he's got to have something to do. Maybe Shane's building a stable that could be something uh, what else? well see if you do that then i would see rightfully you say all right we're going to ship bobby lashley to smackdown if you do that unless you got the wild card and he just keeps qualifying every week yeah, for the wild I card guess so i mean that that is the crazy part about yeah, that yeah. but i do not want to see bobby lashley involved in this steel cage match because right. there's no reason shane i get yeah the way he wanted wrestlemania is basically mm-hmm. the miz took himself out right but then we're going to prove we got to keep going at this because if shane wins two in a row what's the purpose of the miz trying to do a third one yeah you've yeah. already done false count anywhere you've already done steel cage yeah. the next one is hell in a cell and that's unnecessary with right this. right also it's unnecessary to see keep seeing shane mcmahon try to jump off stuff well 
Well, then there's the thing, Shane. That's the thing. Like uh, at times, it does become a bit straining believability to see Shane punching people and have it be so well, effective. Reigns was getting thrown all over the place by Shane. You're just like, this is not possible. Well, Shane's punches. I will now. Look, I know you're probably watching this, Shane, Steph, or Hunter. Yeah, one right. of y'all might be. Somebody else said this to you. I get your punches are legit because he has MMA training. Oh, of course he, he does. The punches are fine. Sure, sure. But at the same time. You're not the Shane McMahon we know from the Attitude Era. That's what the best Shane McMahon. You're not that Shane. Those are great I mean, you matches. can pull back a bit. You don't yeah. have to be always involved. And I think that the creative team is feeling like we need somebody to put in this place. Well, let's just drop Shane in there. Yeah. The problem is you have so much talent available. Yeah. You don't have to drop just Shane in there. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see as we'll it goes see. along, where, where it goes along as the weeks go on. We get a, a video of the match between Rollins and AJ kind of building it up a little bit. What's going to happen there at money in the bank thought it was a good build up that nice little background nice little back and forth between the two and the guy doing the voiceover listen as a voiceover guy I really envy dudes who get to that level of their voiceover uh, work and that guy is so good oh, at he's it. on it yeah right? I, it's a great video package again they are pumping this up because this is the first time they've ever faced in the WWE it, ring exactly yeah. it is the first time the question is going to be will this be another AJ Shinsuke situation what mm. I mean by that you mean like six not Eight even just no, not, not even that. Okay. With AJ and Shinsuke, when we had the first match, when it was building up to WrestleMania, uh, the moment you're like, okay, they should go all out and let AJ and Shinsuke do together what mm. they can do. Will you hold Seth Rollins and AJ back like you did AJ and Shinsuke? Because they can put on a clinic and a five star match. That's what you want. Right. That's why you're building up to this. I don't give a damn about one or two nice little spots. Yeah. I want this match to have me like this from beginning to end. Mm -hmm. No matter who goes over, even though I believe Seth Rollins will, but no matter who goes over, yeah. the buildup is already there. If you know these two, you don't really need to sell this match. Yeah. But the WWE is going to help to sell it. I think you make a great point, Jay. And this is the thing that I want to counter with what's been going on in the news over the last couple of weeks this idea of the ratings and these rumblings that are happening from the Forbes article talking about how, oh, it's because women have taken center stage or they have a black champion. No, it's because the men's division has not been written well. The matches have not been stellar for the most part. And there have been issues going back and forth between these people doing promos. The way they're over with the fans are not over with the fans, which is a really big deal. Mm -hmm. This has been the issue. Now, you put AJ Styles up against Rollins. That may change the tide a little bit, get people back in involved. You start putting matching people up with the right people and get them into good programs, people are going to come back in droves. The men's program needs to step it up. Yeah, it ain't you, the woman's program. Right. That's the issue. Because the thing was, for the years, the men's roster has been able to go on cruise control. Yes. You have some of those guys who you just know are going to deliver. I'll, he's not on the show, but Randy Orton is a guy where oh, you yeah. want men and may be like, oh, Randy don't care. But when he turns it on, he's there. The veteran who can always turn it on. Who can right. always turn it on. Yep. The women's division has fought to prove a point since the beginning of the Divas Revolution, yes. the Women's Revolution, whatever mm -hmm. they were calling it. They fought for, to prove a point. They've earned everything they've had. Mm -hmm. They've earned every spot they've been in. Becky Lynch is the most popular wrestler in the world. Agreed. Man or woman, the most popular wrestler mm -hmm. in the world. Not too far down that list is Tessa Blanchard. If you don't know who she is, Tessa's great. please do some research on her. Yeah. But Bianca Belair, Bianca Belair is coming Belair, right up. The yep. NXT roster of women, 
they have yeah. some dominant ones. As soon as they hit the main roster, or if they never do, they still are good, and they can still go into other places and make their names. Yeah. Kofi Kingston being the first black champion, for them to say that that is a ratings, what's dropping ratings, then it's like, okay, then you're proving everything that everybody said before for years. Mm-hmm. That, oh, you're thinking, oh, you're not, and I'm not saying a black champion can't hold ratings, it's just that you don't want to see a black champion. Mm-hmm. And the only example of a black champion, you'll see black WWE champion, let me pair, make sure I'm, I'm specific with that, yeah. will be The Rock. And that's not true. Mm. Kofi Kingston is still as entertaining. Only difference is Xavier, I mean, Biggie is hurt. Yeah. It's still the same Kofi Kingston. Right. There is no difference from Kofi Kingston before WrestleMania to after, except the fact that he has the WWE yep. title yep. and Biggie is hurt. But when you say the men's roster, if you look at a lot of these storyline matches, you look at a lot of these top guys they have mm-hmm. and have had, yeah. they fall into oblivion. It's like sometimes creative is just stuck with we have these 12 people between both shows. Yeah. We need to focus on them. When in all actuality, you have a litany of stars you, you can use. You just got to figure out how to do it or really Vince does with creative. And so. I understand because you're a TV program, you have advertisers, so you have all this commercial space, so right. you don't have time to put on this many matches as you think, but you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You if you do. pick the right ones, you, you can. Do. There's no reason Corbin should be doing 20-minute matches. But, but And he's a good wrestler. He's a good wrestler. He's a good wrestler, but, but not, you, know. you can put that in time into other people. Yeah, exactly. Except for Mojo. Which is up next. And we did we did we did get the setup of Sami Zayn taking on Strowman later on in the night in a no rules or no DQ match, which everyone thinks is crazy, but we'll find out later why that worked out for Sammy. Uh Mojo Raleigh and Apollo Cruz. It seems almost like a tryout. One of you two is gonna get dropped, and one of you two is gonna get maybe a mini push. They went at it on this thing. Uh Mojo somehow is part of the wild card situation. Uh did you enjoy this? I did. Or is it Apollo? I can't remember which one went over to SmackDown. So yeah. I think it's Apollo. Right. That's part of the wild card. Did you enjoy the match? It's no, because I can't find myself getting into Mojo Raleigh just yet. Mm -hmm. This is me personally. Don't take this as offense to anybody else. Yeah. This is just Jay Washington personally. The vignettes they did did nothing leading up to this. Yeah. If it was a different way to do it, face paint now, like, yo, you're just looking in the mirror. You're saying they're going to see. Then you debut with this new look, new sound. Yeah. And you're supposed to be a little more aggressive. But you're mm-hmm. still the same Mojo Raleigh. Yeah. I yep. don't see any. When you do a character change, you do a character change. Mm-hmm. And I don't see anything different with Apollo Crews also needs to evolve. Like, yes. yo, you were brought in as a high flyer, a dude who can do amazing things. Yep. For those who followed Uha Nation on the independent circuit, you know what he, done, mm-hmm. he did. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you just can't rely on that. Well, they're giving Mojo, this is a new look, a new attitude. That's what I'm saying. But they're he, trying to po- promote him, and they had to make quick work of Apollo Crews. But in the end, I don't think the fans care, to be honest again, with you. You can the give them a new look. Yeah. You can give them new music. Yeah. You can give them this new character, but we still see the same Mojo. Right, exactly. When and the you, name is terrible. I'm sorry, the name is terrible. You can't be Mojo Raleigh and trying to be this dominant evil heel yeah it just it does the names don't go together with right case in point charlotte flair and i'll use her as an example Mm -hmm. when charlotte goes heel charlotte goes heel yeah when charlotte becomes a face charlotte is a face you see a completely different switch in that character yeah and so there are many others on the roster i can talk about as well but Mm -hmm. mojo raleigh has to be this dude that's like i need to take i need to take away i need to just lose mojo yeah 
or I need to change the name of something. I need everything to adapt and evolve. Well, that's what he's trying to do here with his new look and new change. I don't know if it's going to work, to be honest with you, because I, I, you see it all the time. These mid-carters who make these changes try to make try to do something different, try to get over with the fans. It rarely works, but they try, and you can't fault and them you gotta, for trying. You've got to give them space you, to you do gotta that. You've got to work. You've got to get space. But the problem is, too, the WWE a lot of times doesn't give the wrestlers the chance to fail. Right. They, oh, okay. Yeah, I see don't your point. Because right, if you fail coming out the gate with a new gimmick, yeah. you know, sometimes they'll just pull back on it. I know it kind of contradicts what I just said, but at the same time, you've had these things leading up to this. Mm-hmm. This wasn't a, wait, is that Mojo Raleigh out of nowhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then start addressing the new attitude. Right. You know, that's a different thing. Instead of setting this up, I'm looking in the mirror, I'm looking in the mirror, I'm looking in the mirror every week, mm-hmm. and now here I come. And it's like... All right, but we're going to see this anyway with a Bray Wyatt situation. Yeah, yeah, which we'll talk about in a you little see what bit. Saying? Yeah, so it's like absolutely. Those things. All right, so we get we get Alexa Bliss having a little backstage promo with Nikki Cross. He she fakes that she's had these travel issues, but which is a this thing that's carrying on with issues with her shoes and thinking that there's a conspiracy against her. But it's because she does not want to wrestle until money, money in the bank. I don't know if it's true or not. We've heard rumors about her uh, physical well being when it comes to matches. Coming back, as she's denied that there's anything wrong, but she hasn't really. Been been seen in a ring that much there was that bailey match a few weeks ago but she hasn't been seen much since then i don't know if she's doing stuff at house shows because i don't keep track of that but we don't see her uh, in the ring that much uh but nikki cross takes her spot which is great because this is in london england makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. nikki being scottish let's you know make the connection here but so she's now into the main uh, into the four-way that is happening later on and speaking of women we move on to lacey evans uh taking on becky lynch and charlotte flair in a contract signing. I wouldn't say taking on. It was, well, I she's, think, these, those two are pros. She's a rookie walking oh, yeah, into a contract okay, signing do it that way. on the WWE oh, is what I mean. Because you got to go back and forth with those two veteran ladies in a ring. What do you think about that? Do you think, do you think Lacey Evans held her own in this? I thought she I thought she was she could have, and I thought she did for the most part. Mm. But her going, <laughs> that's a mistake. Don't ever give in to the fact that the fans are messing with you yep. or the other wrestlers messing with you and cater to them by going to five-year-old reaction. Yeah, it's because you, you lost. You don't have anything. Like you said, it's that, right. you don't have anything at that moment. Becky was owning her. Becky was owning her. Charlotte is just going to sit back and play the role. Like, right. I know I'm going to get in where I need to. Yeah. Lacey is, this really was for Lacey Evans yes. more than anything else. To promote else. this, uh, yeah. This not even to promote the match, to promote her. Right. The, the match is going to promote itself because of Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. Because of the big deal with Becky Lynch de- defending both titles. Sure. Lacey Evans has come out. You know, week before she actually debuted in the ring. Mm-hmm. You know, we saw the little vignettes, her coming out. And then when she Which comes driving in, me crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, think I it was hated that out. shit. I always thought she was finally coming out at the Royal Rumble. That <laughs> did not happen. Nope. Uh, but you have that. And then you're setting this up for her to show, to set the stage of why you are going to become the Raw Women's Champion. Mm-hmm. And yes, you're going to play the Southern Belle up. Yes, you're going to play the classic level heel. But Becky is hitting you with short quips. Yeah. And it hit a point where the crowd hits you and Becky hits you and you broke. Yeah. And I know some people are thinking, well, she's never been put on this kind of stage before. She's had the chance to. That's why they kept giving her the crowd. If you want something and you get that something, 
you need to step up you have when the opportunity you're ready for that. is because there are plenty of other women who can come and step into that moment yeah. and handle it. Lacey, I think, has done a great job of winning me back over into believing that she can go toe-to-toe with Becky. I sense that there's real heat between these two ladies, and I don't know if it's true or not, but I sense it. Like what? in just something about their interactions. Like I watch people for a living, and so <laughs> there's just something where sometimes I sense something, and maybe I'm wrong, but I just feel like there's actual heat here because Lacey, I just don't know. There's something between Becky and Lacey. It's interesting. When they get to the jibes, it starts to slide into that little extra personal uh, tone to it. Well, a lot of them have been, a lot of women have been hitting this this jab on Becky. Rhonda did it. A couple of others have done it with the whole trying to swing something you don't have. They have. Right. Some women do have offense, take offense to her calling herself the man. man. Yes. Yes. And that's what I think the real hits from. I think, and I think that's, yeah, that's probably mm-hmm. the main thing. Mm-hmm. Once she starts, like, nobody really had that much heat with the last kicker. Right. Becky Lynch. No, nobody, God, had, no. nobody had heat with the last kicker. Like, you right. had a match with her, you had a match with her. But when she called herself the man, a lot of women, from what I've even heard from some of the girls that I know, have taken offense because they feel like it sets them back what yep. they're doing. Yep. But I get why Becky has done yeah. it. I get why Becky does it. It's a smart business it's move and branding move. Yeah, because you're saying... No, I'm a woman. I'm the man of this company. Yeah. I'm the man. I'm the head. I'm the head superstar of this entire company. Mm-hmm. It is not a dude on top. If you want to say there's a dude on top, yeah, I'm that dude. Plus, it's a nice jab at Charlotte all the time because Flair always called himself the man. Yeah. To be the to be the man, you gotta, you gotta beat, beat the, man. the man. And he always said that. And it's a great jibe at Charlotte, and it's brilliant. You know, they're friends in real life and what have you. Best friends. Best friends, right. And but Charlotte does a great job uh, here too. You're right, Jay. She found her moments to jab in, saying, You never learn. You know, that's like Lady, you've been losing for eight months now. Who's the one that doesn't learn and keeps coming back for a beating? So you say all this stuff, and I'm and now you're. I'm curious. Like oh, this whole thing went down. Uh, Lacey and Becky. Becky goaded her into the, the mm-hmm. fight. They fought. Becky kind of fought both of them off for a little bit. Then they kind of took her uh, to task, and both of them put her through a table uh, with uh, extreme prejudice. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're standing over them, each one grabbing a belt. Mm-hmm. Does what does this tell you about? Sorry, what's going to happen this weekend? What's your prediction? Becky Lynch is going over in both matches. You think she's winning both? Yep. If you ever, wow. if you know wrestling history, you know I'm going to give y'all some inside information. You know wrestling history if you ever paid attention to it. Yeah. When the champs are laid out yeah, before, before the, a big match, yeah. they are winning. Interesting. She's going to win. She's okay. going to win. Okay. She's going to win Lacey and catch a beating. She's going to beat Lacey. Yeah. And she's going to barely beat Charlotte. See, my prediction is she's going to beat Lacey. And it's going to piss Lacey off, and then Lacey's going to come and interfere in the Charlotte match and help Charlotte win. I believe Lacey's still going to interfere in the Charlotte match. It's not going to be enough. But it's going to be that inadvertent hit to Charlotte or something oh, like that inadvertent women's right to Charlotte. Okay. And then boom. And then boom. And she's still Becky Two Belts. She's still Becky Two Belts. I mean, they released a T-shirt. She's got to keep those you belts for a little bit. You're not going to release that. Bro. I understand. We've seen T-shirts come out and go. That shirt is it's selling true. too well it is. to get rid of it. She is a merchandising machine now. <laughs> yes, it is. And uh, shout out to her for all this. And we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm excited for these matches. These you, matches. You like I'm that excited. theory, didn't you? Yeah, I do. And now, now I'm in. <laughs> if she keeps the belts, that's all I care about. Uh, all right. We had Ricochet and Baron Corbin in a match next. I, I was really shocked at how this match went down. Corbin won clean. Totally clean. There was no outside interference. There was none. That, he beat Ricochet clean. They're making Ricochet take L's now. I don't like it. Theory wise, it makes sense. Because you think Ricochet's going to win this thing? No, no. Theory wise, because Ricochet's the smallest dude. Right. Okay. Fair he enough. He has to take these L's. Trevor, I love you, bro. You already know that. 
We go back IWA Miss South days, bro. I love you and I'm happy for you. But you know, we you already know what this is. You have to have Corbin McIntyre and even until later, Strowman yeah, have yeah. to be dominant. Mm-hmm. Ricochet's gonna get off what he gets off those high those right. high flying and maneuvers. Right. He's gonna be quicker, but also you have a veteran yep. in Baron Corbin. Veteran by WWE veteran, okay? Yeah, yeah. Not actual veteran. WWE veteran Baron Corbin, who knows how to counter things. Like when he tries to go for the tilt to whirl again for the finish, mm-hmm. converts it into days. So which is great. Which is a great counter, yeah. a great finish, a great way to close the match. I couldn't even be mad at that. No, it was a good match. It was I a was good really match. surprised at the chemistry they had together. And that's, and that's the beautiful thing about it. But again, it lets you know you're going to have Ricochet do some high-flying crazy stuff Sunday mm-hmm. at Money in the Bank. But... I really don't have too much of a problem with this loss. Because okay. either way, no matter who lost, I wouldn't have had a problem with it. Right. Because it, it was one of those matches, the way the match went, it was one of those, okay, whoever goes over, goes over. Right. And right. I'm good. Right, right. It still sets up that we're going to see some great oh, stuff. Oh, we're going to see some stuff. At that, in that match. Even the end of the, the match. Bank. Yeah, Sorry, yeah when, he, when he pushes the ladder yeah. and uh, yeah, Reigns, or, uh, Corbin hits his neck so on the yeah, rope. So, yeah, we see those things. Yeah. yeah. It's a good setup. I thought it was a good match. I thought, once again, we see... Uh, to me, I've been coming around on Corbin over the last few weeks with, to Ryan's chagrin. I've enjoyed <laughs> Corbin and starting to like Corbin's work in the ring uh, and like how he's getting with the, getting over a little bit with the fans. Don't be surprised that Corbin down the road is wearing the strap. There is certainly possibility. They keep giving him a lot of TV time against the stellar competition. So there is possibilities that down the road, Corbin has that strap somehow, some way. Remember, he was the Money in the Bank winner. Yeah, right? that's but right. Who didn't you know why? win when he cashed it Because he got into it. I think it was with Dave Meltzer oh, oh. on Twitter. You know, somebody you know about getting into it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Meltzer. <laughs> but I'm he blocked. Got, <laughs> you blocked me. Yeah. He got into it. I think it was Meltzer about a whole bunch of stuff, calling him old. He didn't know stuff, blah, blah, blah. Right. And after that, because Meltzer is respected as much as a lot of us hate it. Okay. They pulled the contract off. Wow. That's why he didn't win it. Okay. So unless his attitude has changed backstage, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, you can't deny his talent. You can't deny what he can do in that ring, what he's even done on the microphone. Yeah. You know, that the whole change to the constable, former GM, helped him. Mm-hmm. Because now, even though he still wears clothes, I'm like, hey, man, are you comfortable? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's done great for the character and the, the in-ring ability and the confidence of Baron Corbin. Yeah. So it's not saying he won't. It's just saying... What happens? What happens backstage? Right, that's all it is. Right, fair enough. All right, we get a little vignette in the backstage with Rey Mysterio uh, talking about Samoa Joe. Cesaro interrupts him, and then Cesaro brings up that old stuff, talking about uh, we don't know who Dominic's father <laughs> actually is. And I can hear Eddie. I can hear Eddie from the you know from the beyond. Hey man, have you looked at Dominic? Have you looked at Dominic's haircut in Samoa Joe's? <laughs> I thought the same thing. <laughs> Don't you impugn Mrs. Mysterio. Uh, but no, this was a, a fun back and forth between these two guys. Set up, and they go at it. Uh, I don't know why people throw empty suitcases. They don't really hurt. Um, and and then we all, set suitcase. Those suitcases. Hey, make it a bar. Your suitcase real quick. Yeah. You empty this out real fast. There's nothing in it. Let me use this for a segment real quick. Like. Uh, but then they it sets up a match that's going to happen uh, later on. Uh, but I, I, please, God, don't tell me they're waking up this, uh, this uh, storyline of questioning 
Dominic's heritage again. I can't have it. Hey, man. I can't have it. Hey, man. Samojo told AJ Styles' wife, Daddy's coming home. That's true. So, he did. Samo- that's truly in the so, Samojo wheelhouse. You can't deny Joe that. Did that with, yeah. So it's like it's not something brand new for him to say. It's just that we've seen it before right. with the whole Eddie Guerrero rest his soul. Yeah. You know, we just saw it with that. But it, it's so funny because when you look at it, you're like, and if you also pay attention to the promo, mm-hmm. did you notice Ray said Dominic's been training and traveling? Yeah. Which lets you know, if you didn't know, Dominic will be involved in this match. You think, yeah. For sure he is. They, you know, and Ray said he wanted to keep fighting until he could wrestle with his son or work a program with his son. And, and, and I've been predicting that Dominic's going to turn on I Ray. think he's going to turn on yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and do think he's going to turn Yeah. I think, that, I think that's definitely going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> that would be brilliant. Because then you could use the vignettes from that time oh, you with really, Eddie and all that kind of jazz. Woo! See which way he's gonna go. Ray needs something, so yeah, yeah, he does. And, and, and Ray, know. what he needs is a break. <laughs> and I, and he I, doesn't I, want a break. I say that they because tried to make him retire. Ray goes and fights in China or Japan or Mexico. He doesn't like to stop. And I understand that, and I respect that hustle and drive. And I say that because if you look at Ray, you could tell he's hurting. He's got the kinesiology yeah. tape yeah. on both shoulders. Yeah. He moves a He can still move, but it's points where he just like, all right, here we go. He's got to push through it. And I, again, that's the wear and tear that this business will have on your body. Especially when you're a high flyer like Ray. With and all you're those a smaller moves, dude who is always yeah. Yeah. getting tossed around, especially yeah. being in WWE. Yeah, which he does later on. We'll talk about Jesus it in a, in a little bit. But first, we have a fatal a four-way, four-way match with the ladies, Naomi, Natalia, Dana Brooke, and Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross, of course, coming in because Alexa Bliss gave her her spot. Now, Alexa comes out. God, she's beautiful. Alexa comes out, sits down, does the commentary. Uh, they go at it, these four ladies. I thought this was an okay match. I thought Naomi I definitely say, got some nice spots. I liked it. I'm yeah. going to tell you something. The Dana Brooke outside on the ladder, the, the, the cross body off the ladder, wasn't expected. Yeah. I like it because now I think that whole Sam Roberts fiasco. Oh, right. a fire up under her now. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, you don't think I deserve this? You think I'm going to blow these opportunities? Let me show you. Yeah. I think Natalia is just going through the motions. You know, that's what you do, Natty. Right. I love you, baby. She helps everybody over. Yeah. She, she's the vet. That like, great at it. Look, I've had the titles. I've done this. Right. I'll put people over. Mm-hmm. Naomi wants to get back to that spotlight. She's going to do what she's she going to do. Yeah. I can't wait to see what, what other spots her and Ember Moon come up with. Oh, right. That's what I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. And Nikki Cross is just like, I'm glad she did this because ever since the dissolvement of Sanity and mm-hmm. her being taken away out of that, it was like we didn't know yeah, who she do was or yeah. what to do with her. Yeah. And this whole Alexa Bliss thing, it, it can go one of two ways. This could have either been a one-off. Or it can play to something at Money in the Bank. Yeah, and it's certainly possible because after it's over and Nikki does get the win here, much to the uh, UK crowd, uh, UK crowd's joy, or, uh, she comes in and helps. Essentially, Alexa comes in, walks up, unhooks the man in the Money in the Bank case, and Nikki is cheering for her. You have to, but you forget a small point. Nikki tried to go up the ladder first. Right, right, right. Nikki tried to go, and Alexa had to stop her. Yeah. So. And Nikki is the type we don't know if she's going to play the nice girl or go crazy. Don't you know don't know with Nikki, right? So, again, we'll see. And I, I think if she just snaps at Money in the Bank, it'll be way too soon. Yeah. Because it's just you started this. But I believe Nikki Cross will probably be, probably be involved in that match. Well, two things here, right? Nikki needs some screen time. 
Yeah. Being attached to Alexa gives you that screen time. Alexa doesn't have Nia Jax anymore because she's hurt with those two surgeries. So she's out of commission for a little bit. So not, so uh, Nikki now steps into this slot that's empty and can be the one that's a companion for Alexa and Crazy and then eventually turns on Alexa when the time comes. Well, you notice we were talking about earlier how the men's programs have to find their focus. Yes. The women's especially on Raw, has been shaken up a lot. Yeah, agreed. The, with, with, with the, the Nia injury, mm-hmm. with Sasha being out, yep. Tamina it doesn't, to, for lack of better words, Tamina doesn't count without Nia now. Yeah, Tamina was struggling as it was. As it was. Right, and, physically, because she has her issues. Right, she has her own issues. She has right. knee issues and whatnot yes. as well. But without Nia, there was no need for her. I mean, you could try to put her in matches, but fans don't really connect with her right. as much as we would want to. Yeah. The best thing I ever saw with Tamina was when she first came out with the Usos. Back in the day. Yeah. Good call. That was the best thing I saw with Tamina. And it's no dis- no discredit to her, but I just, I know the toll. You can see the physicality has taken a toll on her. Mm-hmm. But now the women's division is trying to shake things up. So, yeah, you put a Nikki Cross in there who makes good on this opportunity. Right. You put Dana Brooke in the Money in the Bank match, which everybody is still like, what? And now she's showing you, I belong here. Good God. If Dana wins this thing. Hey, this is one I literally... I know this is wrong, yeah, but yeah. looking at all eight women, this is one I cannot call. Right. This is not an easy call because mm-hmm. there are a multitude of women who could literally win this. Yeah. Carmella could be a two-time Carmella winner. Carmella could, sure. Alexa Bliss could get it again. Sure. Bailey could get it. Mm-hmm. You see, there's so many people. Ember Moon could actually possibly, now that she's healed up from her injuries, yeah. Ember Moon could have it. Naomi could have it. You know, there's so much, and I know I didn't say Natalia because I really doubt Natalia yeah. did this briefcase. But <laughs> she's in there to provide, provide veteran support, leadership. Yeah, yeah. but the whole it's thing. so much. So the way they're setting this up, this is great. Yeah, I agree. You know, this has been the frustrating part. Like, I get why people come after Dana. There's a feeling like Dana has all the tools, but what is missing? Yeah, and they've tried. They've changed her character. They've made her face, they made her heel, they had her walk out with Titus, the worldwide stuff, which was very much like Miss Tessmacher from way back then. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, and you're just like, you've seen these before, but what is it it that's stopping Dana? Because I personally, like at the um, Rumble at WrestleMania, Dana did really great work. So did Sarah Logan. So you got to ask yourself, what is it that they're not seeing or they're not giving up to? Or is it really that Dana is limited in the ring? And no matter how much time you give her, she doesn't have a time, she doesn't have have the tools to put it all together to shine consistently like the other ladies were at the top of the roster. Well, I think Dana is a gymnastics champion. Yes. She should, uh, just like Le- uh, Alexa is, she's a gymnastics champion. Dana should have everything in the body. And she's strong. She's mm-hmm. big. She can certainly do it. What is missing? I think it's the character. Remember, we have mm-hmm. a lot, you have a lot of wrestlers, men and women, who, if they don't have it all in the ring, right. they have the character to back it up. I will use two people as a prime example, no matter how much people hate hearing this. Hulk Hogan and John Cena. Okay. Cena can wrestle. I get that. But Cena has limited himself to a certain moveset. Yes. But the character of John Cena, the charisma of John Cena puts it over. Hulk Hogan is another example. Mm -hmm. The character of Hulk Hogan, the charisma of Hogan, what he does in the ring puts him over. Right. I think we got to see more of that personality Mm -hmm. from Dana Brooke. We can't. This is the WWE. And I always bring that up because this show is never really based solely on the in-ring performance. Mm-hmm. It's the characters. The character stories are driven. And so that's why no matter how people may feel about Roman Reigns as an athlete, yeah. his character drives it. Yeah. 
His character drives it. And so we got to see more character out of Dana Brooke. Yeah, uh, that's a great point. I mean, they do give her opportunities to play certain characters, but she's got to get over the fans by some more. Because Becky was, same thing, Becky was receding into oblivion. Yeah. And they changed her character. She got on board with playing this heel thing. I think she pitched them on the idea. Because they never wanted to turn her heel. Right. And she pitched them on the and she has really embraced it. So. Dana has to have something happen. Something has to click at some point, or sadly, she will recede as well and just be like ending up on main event. Most and it of the can't time. be. And she did have a main event match against Tamina. Yeah. And it, but it can't just be a general basic heel. Right. You can't just have that unique. basic heel turn. You got to have something that no matter what it is, what it is, whether you turn heel, whether you stay face, yeah. it's got to be something that's going to stand out to the fans, stand out to the viewers, yeah. and be like, wait, what? And you keep going back to it. Yeah, and that, the, that's what Becky did when they turned her. Becky went on social media and became a genius on social media. Because that's going how, at people. Because yeah. everything revolves around social media and to know how to run it and work right. it. And because you even got to the point where you had Ronda Rousey, you had yep. Charlie, you had yep. all these women bringing it up in the promos on the show. Yeah, right, exactly. Giving people more impetus to go, go and look. follow her. So that's and how you do stuff. that. Yeah, yeah. She went at Beth Phoenix over the weekend. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't see that one. Oh, yeah. Uh, she was a, it was a picture of Beth. Oh, there's a picture of Becky holding up both belts. Beth is like close, and Becky goes, don't get so close to the belts. Be careful, Beth. Don't get so close to the belt. And Beth goes, oh, listen, I'm just happy that we're tied for title titles, and it's cool, and blah, blah, blah. And I, Edge said something to kind of go back at Becky, uh, I can't remember what Edge said, but it was like, hey, call, slow down or whatever. And Becky goes, yeah, I guess we're neck to neck. And I was neck and neck. Or she said neck and neck with her foot on Edge's head or he- Edge's head on the when they were trying yeah. to mess with. When, what's the, and I was like, woo. And then Beth responds and goes, oh, we're bringing our men into this. And then people responded with the Seth, Seth Rollins Roll and stuff. And I was like, but I, I love it because. For those who know and are actually cool with, with Becky, yes, they understand. She just doesn't mean in a mean way. No, it's but when, fun. Except for when it was Ronda Rousey. Right. <laughs> yeah, there was real heat there. That was but real. Ronda was having real heat with a number of people back there. Because so. Ronda didn't, and the women were right, you don't deserve this. You are a star. You draw the viewers. I get that. Yes, yeah. character-driven, but we've been putting in work here. Yeah, don't call it fake. Don't ever disrespect this. But yeah, so it's choreographed. We know this. Yeah. It's a story, but those men and women are real athletes who, Every single night, put their bodies and lives on the line. But again, Becky knows how to take this, and people know how to come back out of just enough. It's a good thing they shot, they put Beth Phoenix down as an NXT announcer officially, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I could have seen that. T- I thought she was coming back up full time. I didn't think her WrestleMania thing was just a one off. No, I know she was great. Yeah, I didn't think her WrestleMania thing was a one off. So that I was one like, still kick ass. So yeah, but I, I love what she does and how she's kept it going, and she hasn't allowed it to get stale. Yeah, right, exactly. She hasn't allowed it to get stale. She's been inventive. Becky Lynch, we mean, has been inventive on social media. Real quick, speaking of NXT, yeah. shout out to uh, their newest announcer, John Quasto. Hey, John. Hey, appreciate you, bro. You're a friend of mine. I knew you by another name, but I like John Quasto now. I, I respect <laughs> and love the fact that you got your dreams come true, brother. I, you've been working hard at it, and you've been calling matches at another federation, for another year. organization for years. Finally, getting the opportunity to go and do these shows, brother. It's nothing but love from all of us. It's a, there you go, Johnny. Oh, John. John. All right, sorry. John. I apologize. This is one. <laughs> uh, Rey Mysterio versus Cesaro. This match went down. Uh, this was a good, good match. A lot of fun. Cesaro doing his thing. Ray doing his thing. A lot of near falls and enjoyable stuff. Then Ray eventually gets the pin. How familiar are you with Chikara? 
I don't know what your car is. <sighs> Please go check out the Soul Touches King of Trios 2009. You'll see myself, Willie DeBomb, Richardson, Acid Jazz, Marche Rocket. Uh, two couple of years with King of Trios. Chikara is I don't understand a, a word he said. All right, yes, go ahead. Chikara Wrestling. But Chikara okay. is a promotion based out of Philly run by Mike Quackenbush mm-hmm. that integrates Lucha Libre, comedic arts, and wrestling all together. So it's different than Lucha Vavoom? It's a little bit different. Okay, okay. It's a little the the characters are just so outlandish. Like there's a colony of ants. There's soldier ant, worker ant, fire ant, you know, green ant. There's so wow. many. There this is one of the promotions where Cesaro came in heavily as oh. Claudio Castagnoli. He okay. was always there. So he trained a lot with Mike. He trained a lot in the Lucha Libre style. So right. he understood how to do that. And he's worked with Ray in those styles. Okay. And so to be able to flow with Ray, it, it's not one of those, all right, how do we do this again? Right. It's, okay, I know what you want to do. I know where you want to go with this. Right. And Ray being able to work with a big man who can flow with him just like that in the ring works out for the best. That's why this match was as beautiful as it was yeah. all the way through. And even till the very finish. Yeah. I, the way it went over, you know, Ray hit finally hitting the 619, everything, the reversing of the neutralizers, the frog splash, yeah. everything was beautiful in that match. It really was, and swinging Ray against the, the I never, I, I get so unsettled when that happens. Against the post? Against the, well, no, on the outside, against the two sides of the, of oh the, yeah. yeah, of the, whatever that is that holds the audience back from climbing over. The barricade. Over. The barricade, yeah. yeah. Swinging him to one side and swinging him to oh, the, you I know, literally went, oh, you shouldn't. You understand those barricades are the most comfortable thing. Are they really? Really? Hell, that's why they have those. Wow. That's why it's not the old school metal ones. The oh, old school metal okay. ones took a toll on you. Right. You're hitting, that's what I'm thinking about. You're hitting a giant pad. Okay. You're hitting a stacked foam. Okay. It's all it really is. It, it has it because it's compressed. Right. But it's foam, so it's not really as hard of an impact. What's the hardest impact you've ever taken? Uh, a snap suplex on a gym floor. With or without mats? Oh, I was outside. There was no mats. I took it on the hardwood. <laughs> oh, my God. I will never forget. And I've taken, and I've jumped. I've taken. Where was a, this? Where was this? What city was this? This was in Markham, Illinois. Oh, Markham, I, Illinois? I, I didn't know Markham, I Illinois. I took, I did a moonsault off oh. the top rope into two other men. We were in a uh, three-way dog, three-way chain match. So we had the chains on our wrists. I took them. Oh. But it was two dudes who were 300 plus pounds. So they caught me coming down. So I was good. Yeah, that's good. I've jumped off the top of a ladder. I've jumped off a cage. But the hardest bump I've ever taken was that on the gym floor. And I've taken it more than once. Now, how does that feel? Do you get a sting? Do you like, what well, happens? When you take that bump? Yeah, when you take that bump. Well, your you whole body is cussing you out like, where are we doing this? <laughs> <laughs> you, you do realize this, this hurts. At that level, are you still checking in with you? each other when you're wrestling yes okay yes because sometimes def- people get irresponsible at that level too well oh there's definitely a level of irresponsibility that happens but that's people who are just they're not dancing and they don't work anymore and, much or no, they, they don't work. work oh do they, they still? work okay. but they're not they're not dancing with okay. a partner right 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 they're, they're all about self right. they're going into business for themselves but anytime you take a move that could potentially be harmful to either yourself mm-hmm. or the person you're across the ring from you're sharing the ring with yeah you're checking on them whether we see it or not the refs are always checking on people, yeah. so you'll know if something really hurts somebody. Okay, I, I'm trying to find out in Houston, because if you all don't know, I'm going to be in Houston this weekend. Which I am so upset I'm not going to for no <laughs> other reason. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. It's at Booker T's Arena. Booker T is going to be there for the Schmodown Saturday night. Uh, me and Dan, the Founding Fathers, were taking on uh, Double Toasted, which out of Houston, great podcast and show out of Houston. Um, and uh, we will be in Booker's. I think we're going to be in a wrestling They're ring. We're going to be in the ring. Yeah, in the ring. And, of course, the main event is a- uh, Andrew Guy versus Ben Bateman, the Civil War of the Action Army or Team Action. 
Christian. That's going to be interesting. But like we are the opening match. But I want to find a way for Booker. Maybe Brad Gilmore can help me with this to get like a half hour with Booker showing me some moves in the ring. I mean, it to have him beat me up would be everything. <laughs> or show me how to do a spin a Rooney would be everything. I don't think he's going. I don't think Booker's going to show you. Booker's the homie too. Booker's the man. I Booker's love Booker. The Booker, yo. You've never hung out with Booker T and his wife, Charmel. Charmel's great. And I'm going to tell you why, because Charmel and me got that Gary, Indiana, Chicago connection. Because oh, I nice. remember when I first met her, Booker was like, how you talking to my wife like that, son? <laughs> and uh, I was like, yo, Booker, she's from Gary. I'm from Chicago. That's the connection. He was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good. It's good. It's but good. no, it's, it's, it's so much to learn. Again, the rings. Everybody's like, oh, the rings have springs. They don't have springs. Uh-huh. There's no springs. Wow. Everybody, oh, it's, that's why it bounces. No, there's no springs. <laughs> that's, that's a human body that's, bouncing. That's, that's wood and metal. <laughs> that's wood and metal, ladies and gentlemen. And the human body in physics. So, yeah, that's what you get out of <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, all right, let's move on to this. Uh, uh, the title of this episode, Bray Wyatt revealed who he's going to be. Now, this new character, you know, we talked earlier about people changing characters. He's been doing these Firefly, Firefly Funhouse vignettes for quite I want to know your time. thought on those. Yeah, we're going we're to talk oh, about okay. it. Well, first of all, I have enjoyed them. They're a little okay. unsettling. Okay. They're a little crazy and unsettling. they're supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, okay, <clears> this <throat> is working. This feels very much like Matt Hardy with the delete stuff. So I thought it was the WWE version of that kind of wacky out there kind of stuff. But then last night, they showed you this new character Bray is going to play. It is something out of a Rob Zombie film, uh, but... I'm going to tell you, I'm on the fence. A, I'm glad it led to something because this is something I was complaining about last week. I think I said, like, there, there has to show, they have to show up. Like, we've seen so many of these vignettes. It's got to lead to something. So it finally led to something. Oh, I'm loving hearing this because I'm waiting to hear. I'm about to, I'm about to rebuke all of this. Okay, great. I, I, I want, and I, but when we got it, the look of him, I get the horror aspect of it all and the, the dreads uh, there, but the tights were a little like, mm, and the jacket, I, I thought I was watching. A little bit shades of Papa Shango, which didn't make me feel good. Or what's it do with the worms out of his mouth? The Who's boogeyman. Like, the boogeyman. There was vibes of that. And I don't know. I get the horror aspect of it. But if you look like something out of a Rob Zombie film, who was only topical 10 years ago, then I'm worried that you maybe are going to mess this up. Well, first of all. Because Bray's been unlucky on so many levels with this character. And he's good at his character. This is this is true. That's why. I, yeah. I, when, they saw, when I saw the vignettes, I loved him every single time because I love what they were doing. The moment he first came out with the Mr. Rogers look, yeah, I was like, oh, you all. Some people were like, I don't get this. I was like, how do you not get what's about to happen? Yeah, yeah. How it's do you not Pee-wee get Herman, uh, gone crazy? It's gone crazy. Yeah. And he even showed you that every week something new was showing. Yeah. The look I did have an issue with. I said he looked like a killer clown mixed with uh, the Joker. Uh, <laughs> Mixed with a lot of cocaine. Now, yeah. <laughs> the tights, though. The tights the are my cl- problem. It's the it's the clown look I don't get. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, because the jacket looks like it, it looks like it has the tuxedo tails. Right. So I'm not really sure the mask. I guess he's keeping that. Um, it's obviously going down a horror route. It, it's going to, but I think the beautiful thing is that's showing the what he can be. Right. I think he's going to wrestle for the most part, mm-hmm. as Bray Wyatt, Mr. Rogers version. Oh, so you think this is like the beast? Yeah. For Finn This Dallas. is his demon. Oh. This is his demon. This is not... This is I'm not, sorry, the demon, right? Your yeah. demon, sorry. This sorry. is his demon because that's what he's going through. Okay. His whole thing he's going through is, 
I've learned how to channel my anger. Right. So if he gets upset, mm-hmm. that's when we see this. Didn't we see this with a wrestler like years ago? That, we've seen this several times. Yeah, well, the wrestler's like nice, and then all of a sudden something happens, it becomes someone else. Yeah, we've seen all these. I like, mean, didn't Eugene do that by way yeah, back there, when? There's never been, this gimmick has always been redone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, no, you know, there's no difference about it. Even before Finn Balor was doing it, this gimmick has been done throughout ages, Good decades. Point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's how the wrestler goes about it. The way with Finn Balor is, I have a demon that makes me stronger. Yeah. That's that's Finn's demon. Okay. It makes me stronger. Right, it makes right, me right. quote unquote more agile when he has the exact same moveset. Don't get that. <laughs> that's a whole nother ballgame. But okay. Bray's demon is controlling all the anger right. he's gone through. So like now, mm-hmm. Bray's nice, but Bray tells you in a creepy way, come follow me. <laughs> right. But it's 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 the children of the corn type way. But it's still the Mr. Rogers element behind. Okay, but are we going to get, like, Jose, are we going to get all these characters come down the ring with him in, like, tables? You talking about the, oh, the uh, buzzer? The buzzer no, no, and, no. and Sister Ab- or Witch Abigail, whatever so, it is. Me and uh, the other podcast I do with the guys, yeah. we said the best thing you do with that is have them on the top of the ramp. Never let them come to the ringside. Okay. Have Ramblin' Rabbit with his new bag- Band-Aids on. Right. Abby the Witch and Mercy the Buzzard at the top of the ramp right. watching him. Mm-hmm. Either an approval or disappointment. Oh, so gotcha. Let, fu- let fun-loving Pee Wee Herman, Mr. Rogers Bray have matches that he may keep losing. Right. Which will, they'll be disappointed. He gets angry, which finally turns him around. To doing his alter ego, okay, okay. Which in point after he wins a while, somebody talks to him. Yeah, he go, he reverts out of his alter ego. Mm-hmm. So it's not a consistent quick change; it builds each time. Right, right, right. If I'm WWE creative, I should apply for this job, like ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but that's how you build that if you're gonna do it right. Yeah, because you don't want this. Whereas every week it's, oh. Here's the intro. Hi, guys. It's the Firefly Funhouse on the Titantron. Right. And then comes out is the Evil Bray. Mm-hmm. Let the, the Bray in the sweater and the shirt and the khakis come out. Yeah. That Let makes him sense. figure out how he can work in that. Mm-hmm. And then you build up to where the alter ego has to come out. Right. The anger has to come out. The rage. The build. That's what, the, that's what that is. But is there, um, is there an avenue for him here? Like, if he goes into Raw... As a heel in this way, because now that we've seen him, does he start to wrestle now or do we do a few more vignettes and then we get a match? Money in the break. Money in the bank has to happen. Yeah, he, he I doubt he'll be so involved. That, in I that. don't think he I don't think he debuts next week. Right. We would have heard something. Right. We would have heard he debuts next week at the money in the bank. Right. I don't think he debuts next week. I think maybe the week after, maybe two, three at the most more weeks. That's what I'm wondering about. You don't want, you, you finally showed him. Do you want to rush him into a yeah, match? You don't rush him in. Right. You have to keep, because now we, we built up nice, fun, loving break for him. Right, right. Now we have to build up the angry, the hate, the hurt and heal break. Yeah. My, my contention has been with this whole situation that it's all in his head and that none of those things exist. So we may not get them at the top of the ramp because they don't exist. What it may be is Bray sitting in a room by himself creating this whole scenario and someone walks by and sees him and the, all of a sudden the Firefly Funhouse disappears 
from what we were watching and he it, it's all in his head with like finger puppets on his on his hands i would hate i i, I get where you're going with that yeah. but i would hate that because this firefly funhouse has been built up so well right and those kids the kid, super depressed the depressed the even i don't want to be here but i'm here right. i followed him right. the way every week different the paintings were added to the wall yeah. the torturous paintings yeah. the, the the puppets let this all be real okay let it all be real okay We'll see. All right, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> well, let us know what you thought of that uh, reveal in the comment section below or tweet at us. Let us know. And, of course, Ryan as well. Uh, let us know if you thought this was the right reveal for Bray Wyatt and this is where he was going. And if you like his look as well. Uh, let's move on to our next and last match, and that was Braun Strowman taking on Sami Zayn. No DQ Balls match. count anywhere. Balls count anywhere. And it certainly went Everywhere. Started in the ring, went to the back, fighting through uh, merchandise tables, fighting through all kinds of stuff, then go back into the back, getting trash cans. Drew McIntyre gets involved. Then, uh, 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 oh, actually, no, Corbin gets involved first with the trash cans out there in the merch yeah. area. Then McIntyre gets involved as he go back near the food area. And then eventually it all spills back out onto the ramp. And then finally, they all three of them lay on top of Strowman and count him out. Now, Overall, did you like this match? Yeah, and I would say one of the fun, most fun parts of me. Yeah, when they're fighting in the back, they're fighting all the way. There's agents, producers, yeah, everything. all of them, the fans. But if you watch, no, no, when they're backstage, backstage, oh, backstage not, no, not, sorry. In, not, not in, the, in the merch not, area, yeah, okay. not in the merch area. When they're fighting backstage, there's agents, fans, producers. Yeah, they fight all the way to where they go to Gorilla, where they're about to go out. The reason the cameras couldn't follow because behind there is Billy Kidman, Triple H, possibly Vince McMahon. Because yeah. <laughs> the cameras stop and then it cuts to the entryway. You knew what this was, what the implications was for yeah, this, yeah. that you were going to see McIntyre and Corbin. Mm -hmm. And to see them, you, you want to take the biggest threat out of this match, which is get rid of Strowman no matter right, what. Right. But the double cross, the turn on Sami Zayn afterwards yeah. made it worth it. Right. Because now Sami's like, I'm in the match. We're all good. Nope. Just threw him out there. <laughs> and now I see the problem is because now Braun's involved in the match, but he's not in the match. Right. Because you're not going to make a last minute addition on SmackDown mm -hmm. unless you have him take out one of the four. And it's like, that would be dumb. Yeah. Agreed. So. Do you, but did you like what the overall result is that Sammy's involved here? Was this all these vignettes were leading to Sammy getting into this money in the bank? I thought so. And I, it looks like Braun is really hurt with the, the bandage on his arm. His bicep is really messed up. Well, they put him through a damn table, uh, a damn ladder. So that can't help. You know, I think they're they're doing things to help the injury to sell the injury more, so to show why he can't be in it. Mm -hmm. And so if that be the case, fine. And that's, he's a suitable replacement. Yeah. But the problem becomes now on the raw side, you have three heels, one face. Good points. You have three heels, one face. Yeah, good point with Ricochet being the only face. Ricochet's the only face. Right, right. And then you have on the other side, you have Finn, Andrade, Ali, Ali, Orton, two Orton. two heels, two faces. Right. So it's. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, that's, that's the the only weird thing about that balance for me. Yeah, it's like it's three obvious heels. It's not no. Oh, he could be a tweener. It's three right. clear cut heels. Right. Well, and then people will say, well, possibly McIntyre and Corbin will take each other out. Yeah, I can see that happening. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But does this set up Sami Zayn for a win? Yeah, I know that's the question that will. And you know, if you're back tomorrow, because we're all yeah, waiting we're to see, so, yeah. uh, we'll. 
preview MITB, MIT, and give our predictions. Yes, and see yeah. what we think if who we think is going to win the, the, these matches. Because who knows what's going to change tonight at SmackDown Live that could affect the matches as well. <laughs> I mean, um, like right until the cameras start rolling, yeah, right. you know how the WWE writing do, staff works. Do you con- are you concerned that Strowman is hurt again? Like this is yes. starting to happen more and more, and it's affecting his pushes. Just when they start to get him back into rhythm, he gets hurt. I hope he hasn't torn a bicep because if he's torn a bicep, oh. he's out. Oh God. Yeah. He probably has if he even if he has a mini a minor tear. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he has just this wrapped up lets you know it's something with his bicep. Right. So or it right. could be his tricep, we don't know. Mm-hmm. But he keeps getting hurt. Yeah, that he he was on a major push. And the way he the walks, last time he got if hurt. If you even watch how he walks, mm-hmm. he walks like he's hurt. Right. There's not a, like a real good like again, the wear and tear I understand. But there isn't a real stride to him. As a big dude, as a gigantic dude, as a monster. Yeah. And it's like, you can tell he's going through injuries, but I think he's in that, le- that reign of injury after injury after injury where he might have to take time off. Yeah. And I get he doesn't want to. I can understand and respect yeah. that. Yeah. But I don't think he has to worry about somebody taking his place. No, I don't know if anybody will take his place, but certainly uh, the push starts to become okay. We got to push him again, and so you but it's wonder not that if, difficult though. Well, you wonder if maybe the time off actually might work because it works for Lesnar every time he takes time Keith, off. You, yes, and that's the thing. It, it but works. you have to bring him back in a super way, like a strong way, right? And it interfere can't be, in some way, or whatever. And it can't be a one week, two week absence. It right. has to be something that's relatively noticeable. Yeah, like you. Ha- I hate to say it, six weeks to sometimes six months. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, but and then you because now all we got to do is build up towards SummerSlam and Survivor Series, so he can take time off mm-hmm. to go to SummerSlam, right? And that works, yeah. And so when he comes back, hopefully he's healthy and then he can make this big impact like he's always done. And he'll join uh, Bray Wyatt in the Funhouse. No, put him back in the, put him back in the Wyatt family. I understand. There is was, no Wyatt family. No, you make the Wyatt family over there. <laughs> you put Bray Wyatt in it. If you put the Wyatt family, you make it uh, Bray Wyatt, Strowman. You somehow convince Ambrose to come back. I mean, there's, there's nah. you, all the nuts got to go inside. He don't want to. I think he wants to be. If he's gonna be a nut, he wants to be the John Moxley nut. Okay. So if he come, if he, if by some chance he comes back to WWE, does he come back as well, John Moxley or Dean Ambrose? No, he has to come back as Dean. They're no, not, there we go. They're not gonna be him back as John right. Moxley though. Right. So, yeah. Did you like that vignette that he shot? I, I love all of Mox's promos. Okay. I'll tell you something. I used to, so Mox and I worked together at a company called Elite Pro Wrestling back in the day. Okay. And I remember when they were telling us they were bringing him in, and I'd heard of him, and I started watching his vignettes, and I was like, okay. Who? <laughs> and, uh, and then when they first brought him in, Mox wore this clown mat, this eerie, creepily clown mask, yeah. and his jean jacket with one, like, painter's glove on. And just strolled around to the ring. And I had a, I remember I had a promo with him. And I said, John, if you don't get the hell away from me. <laughs> he was like, what's wrong, Jay? I was like, John, get the hell away from me. I'm in the ring saying, get the hell away from me. <laughs> Dean's the best, man. I love Dean. Oh, my God. We'll yeah. see what happens. All right, well, that's our raw recap here on the Pro Wrestling Sheet. I really want to thank Jay Wash for taking thank the you, time. Thank you, for having me. Seriously, yeah, It's you, always a blast that. talking wrestling with you, bro. Uh, thank yeah. you, man. Thank you so much. But we'll see if, if you're back next week. Hopefully, tomorrow, I mean. Hopefully so. Like I said, if I'm going to check my phone, yeah. and uh, if I get, didn't get a phone call for something, I'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Where can people find you, man? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Jay Washington. My YouTube channel, J-A-Y Washington 8-0. Uh, the Matt Titan Podcast, where I get you caught up on everything in the Marvel and DC 
live action universes and join my supervillain squad on Patreon. That's great stuff. Yeah, you can always find me at The Roca Says on Twitter and on Instagram. See the new shows I got going on. We got some new top 10 episodes to drop, new cinephiles coming up this weekend, and The Geek Buddies. That is out now. It's going to be, we're going to talk about all kinds of stuff coming up. It's got, we've dropped two new episodes. So, like, if you haven't listened to us yet or given us a chance, go find us there on iTunes. And one last thing, the deep cut that's here on Collider. Danny Fernandez was just my guest uh, last week talking about depression and PTSD through the lens of Avengers Endgame based on an article she wrote for Playboy. And I think this week, if everything goes well, I got Emma 5 coming on. We're going to talk about Game of Thrones, Danny Turn, and because uh, I think we're both on opposite sides of it. So that'll be a nice conversation. You can find that on the Collider Conversations <laughs> podcast feed. All right, here's all the th- info you need to know about Pro Wrestling, Pro Wrestling Sheet, I think. Go follow Pro Wrestling at Wrestling Sheet on Twitter. See all the stuff they're doing there. There's uh, the, the, uh, uh, the show on Thursday nights that, that uh, uh, Ryan hosts with his boys there, Jamie, uh, and then... And uh, they've got other, and then of course we've got the SmackDown Live recap tomorrow, and then on Friday there's more content coming. So go and subscribe, go and find it, go to the YouTube channel, go to the ProWrestlingSheet.com, go and read all the articles they got there going on, and uh, give us some love. Did you enjoy our recap? Let us know on social media. Thanks everybody for watching. We will see you tomorrow for our SmackDown Live recap Hopefully on I'm the there. Pro Wrestling Sheet, right? Hopefully. ProWrestlingSheet.com. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 83120. It's that little chico pit bull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.